Okay, what's up, what's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 16. I am your host, Coach H, joined by my co-host, Knight at Tieno. And as usual, we are super excited and honored to be here. This is uh, an evening that we usually enjoy. Do, don't you, Knight at Tieno? I do indeed, Just... thoroughly. <laughs> learning from you guys, learning from each other. It's something that we really, really enjoy. Um, what I can't understand is why I have not uploaded our latest two episodes onto podcasts, um, streaming platforms, which is Apple and Spotify yet which is hilarious because that's exactly what we were talking about last week and we covered just how there's a way to have positive procrastination in life um and then there's the one where you're just stuck and so that was a very interesting show i promise you if you're listening to the replay that by the time you're listening to the show, those other two will be up. But as for today, let's get into episode 16. Wagwan night at what's up? Life is good, guys. Life is good. Let's get Life into the good. meat of this meaty topic. I can't wait. <laughs> today is not one of those you do a long intro. Today you just uh-uh. jump in. Let's dive. Yeah, let's get in. Let's get it. Why don't you do? You, why don't you pick us? Uh, why don't you um, start us off then? Or do you want? No, me to no, go? it's good. Um, I think um, the topic is quite apt, which is, dear homophobes, why does my mm-hmm. sexuality offend you? I I feel like in this day and age, especially when we understand so much more about science, about people, about psychology, about all this, I feel like it's a shame that people think that it's okay to tell anyone how to live their lives. I generally go by live and let live as long as you're not harming anybody. You know, I respect everyone's right to be who they are, to be who they were born to be, to be who they choose to be. For those who think that it's just a choice, yeah? I feel like it's important, and especially from where I feel this is coming from, especially from the African continent, it's usually coming from a place of religion. It's usually coming from a place of feeling holier than thou. Your sin is um, bigger than mine, you know? If you're a homosexual, you're going to hell. Guess what? If you cheat on someone, you're going to hell. If you think about me badly, you're going to hell. Mate, we're all going to bloody hell if every sin is equal because that's what the bible says no i'm i'm i was raised christian so that's where i'm coming from from that point of view where a lot of people are homophobic because not culturally but uh, religiously and that's where my argument is coming from Yes, yes, yes. That is a beautiful intro. You've touched on absolutely everything that we want to dig deeper into today on this topic. And honestly, I think it's just about time that we spoke about this 
because what is currently happening on a global scale is that the LGBTQ plus community is under attack, whether we want to believe that or not. And there are certain perpetrators in society who are just sending out this message of, you know, the, the, the whatever, they're not normal. To yesterday, I saw a whole video on YouTube from one of the content creators that I follow saying that it's a mental illness and it's just a lot. So when you speak about letting people be, I think that's where I really want to focus on today, where if you're an individual, and let's use um, the common content and society, society, socially acceptable uh, relationships. You are straight. You are a man who loves a woman, a woman who loves a man. You're not being bothered. Why are you going out of your way to actively speak against how another individual chooses to love differently. That's what I really want us to focus on today. Like, and beyond the LGBTQ plus community, it's literally, today I want us to speak about prejudice and discrimination because you'll find that, Okay, here we are talking about same-sex relationships. Sawa, let's put that aside for a bit. But there's cross-cultural relationships. There's um, cross-races, like multiracial relationships, you know. There's relationships where somebody has now, um, this is the example that I often like to bring up. You go and fall in, you don't choose who you fall in love with, right? So now you've fallen in love with somebody who is differently abled, if I have to be politically correct. Most of you know that as disabled. I'm just using it for context so you understand. This person um, has, I don't know, leprosy. <laughs> and, and, and you fell in love with them. And trust me, <laughs> that's not what society likes to call you don't have to be very careful with my words, but no, it's not normal. It's not what we're used to seeing, right? Um, but that doesn't mean that individual doesn't deserve love. This individual who is on a wheelchair, does it mean that now they, 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 they shouldn't be getting married? They shouldn't be falling in love? They shouldn't be starting families? Because they don't have two legs the way you are used to human beings having two legs? So that's the conversation I really want us to have today around if you are especially living in um, what we would call the privileged status in society, in society currently, um, hetero, cis, straight person, why is anyone else who lives a different life from you bothering? Why? night what to you i think my question always is and this comes from very deep down in my heart and it saddens me is why do you look at another human being and hate them and it's hate 
and hate them just for who they are and hate them for who they choose to love and hate them for how they were born, you know? They can't do anything about it. Like, literally, they cannot do anything about it, you know? White people who hate black people, we can't choose what we look like. Black people who hate white people, they can't choose what they look like. Yes, there were a lot of atrocities, but what have gay people actually ever done to you or to humanity? You know, what is the sin that we have committed? What is that sin? What is that thing that makes you look at somebody who chooses to love somebody of the same sex? And look at them and like like somebody who's 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 gone around like an, a, a mass murderer, like somebody who's hurting humanity. What is it about people who choose to love differently that offends you so much? I think that's where we start. That's the question which you should ask yourself. If you're somebody who finds yourself being offended, no matter what you've heard from <clears throat> church, so religiously, culturally, no matter what someone else has told you, ask yourself as an individual, what is it in me that is so offended by these two women loving each other, by these two men falling in love with each other, by these two people of the same sex actually living together, loving each other, and, and just living their lives happily? What is it about that? that offends me so much and in most cases offends me so much that I feel within myself the need to open my mouth and insult them, the need to make a fist and punch somebody, the need to harm somebody so cruelly, whether it's psychologically or physically, what is it within you that is so offended by this person just leaving their lives differently that brings so much anger, so much bile up in you. Don't think about what you've been taught. Just think about you for a second. What is it that offends you so much? And I would like anyone who's offended to please let us know. Why are you offended? Because that's where we start. What is it in me that is so offended? That's the question I ask and I always ask. What is it in you that is so offended? Um, for context of this conversation, I am a member of the LGBTQ community and I'm also African and I was also raised extremely Christian and religious. And no, my family is not um, supportive of my choices and yeah, I'm still alive, I'm still living, I'm breathing, I'm married, I'm actually about to start a family. Like, these are all real things. I was not born into poverty, I was born into a middle class, fairly middle class family. I went to a private school, I'm well educated. I have I have to say all these things because, um, and another thing is I'm also straight presenting, which essentially means that when you look at me, you would not be able to tell my sexual orientation easily. You will assume that I am a straight presenting woman who lives and loves and dates men. Um, so <laughs> for me to come 
onto my show today, episode 16. But if you've been with us for a while, you know that this is most likely episode 80 or 90, <laughs> closer to that number. And talk about this today is a very big deal. So when Knight is asking about um, what is it in you and uh, also something else that she brought up is that if this is a lifestyle that you chose, I want to address that for a second because the reality of the life we live in the world that we live in is not beautiful. It's not pretty. Um, it's not an easy lifestyle, right? You are constantly either having to explain yourself or hide elements of yourself or, you know, choose different wording to make other people comfortable. You never know where you're safe, especially if you live in the continent. Um, you don't know how affectionate you can be to your partner as much as, for example, where I live right now, which is in South Africa, it's legal. Um, even, you know, you, you can step out of like the big cities that's Cape Town and Johannesburg and there's still a very high risk, even within the big cities, depending on where you are. So you're always on the lookout, right? Then there's the extra discrimination from other people um, and whatever prejudices they have in their, in, their, in their souls and in their hearts. So what I say is why would anyone in their right mind see the very difficult lifestyle that these people, my people, we as a people live and then actively, consciously choose that? Hmm? Why would you sit down <laughs> in, your, in your very comfortable lifestyle? Today, I want to identify as a member of the LGBTQ community. Why? Do you really think humans are that insane? Do you really think that you don't want to be comfortable and not to be constantly looked at and to be constantly asked different questions. So if Knight is saying this is something people have not chosen, I think that's where we should start, you know? And I also like the example that you used around um, racism. Because as Africans and Black people, that's something you know about, right? There's no way when you were in gestation period in your mother's stomach, you were choosing the race, your color, your skin color. Why are you choosing that? So you come out and you find out, yeah, there are very different privileges that are afforded to, let's say, the supreme one that we know. It's a fact. This is a difficult conversation. We're going to have today but it's a fact to for example lighter skinned white people so immediately you see a white person <laughs> going to i don't know turn their skin and paint their skin knowing the number of opportunities that are that are not available to them to black people because of their skin color in corporate 
in society you go somewhere someone is questioning you you might have all the accolades all the qualifications but because of your skin color because of your voice because of your sound because of your background because of your accent people will treat you different so you come out of your privilege <laughs> actively as a mzungu and say no i want to be black you don't hear that and i'm not saying that our lifestyle as black people i mean we are who we are we love being who we are we can't change who we are you know that's a whole other story but my point here is why would you actively choose a more difficult lifestyle 100% i i agree totally i feel like a lot of times when people speak they just speak because they speak as a collective it's easier to um to hide behind the crowd i had a conversation with somebody once somebody i used to know i met them by happenstance on a train and we had this conversation where um, they didn't know that i was uh, you know a member of the community and they said oh um it's these gay people that's why the world population is dying they're not having children and i went what and they said yeah these people they're not they're choosing not to have children anyway that was something because so many so many things have been sort of um so many uh untruths have been told so now he got this from his church you know because they have no other way of attacking us because there is nothing like i would like somebody to show me something in the bible that actually shows you that being uh i'm not i'm not I, I will come from my point of the Bible because I'm, I was raised Christian, yeah? And this is where I'm coming from. And I come from a predominantly Christian country. And this is where a lot of people attack me from when they, when they, when they or, or attack the members of our community from, you know? They come from that point of view, it's a sin. And at that point, I ask them, so because it's a sin, you hate me when actually being a christian is about being christ-like being like christ loving everybody welcoming everybody do you understand because that is exactly what being a christian is whether somebody is a prostitute whether somebody is a murderer what, whatever they have done it is a not widow a pharisee doesn't exactly it doesn't matter as human beings our place is not to judge so if somebody is coming from a point of view of Christianity or from religion and saying, I can't stand these people because they're like this. And by the way, it's not catching. You won't catch it. Trust me. Just because you come hang out with me, you will not catch gay. You cannot catch it. Do you understand? Mm, like, no, we have to talk. I no, want no. us to talk about those two things. Like, I'm, I, yes. I, talk about religion first and yes. then we talk about catching it because exactly so yeah from, let's finish religion a, and yeah. then we go to from, catching it from that's what i'm saying so from a religious point of view then if somebody comes to me and says i hate uh, gay people because i'm this religion and my religion speaks against it so i hate them so most religions are actually about love yeah most religions are about love 
So when we then choose to discriminate, to persecute, guess what? You're persecuting me because I'm a sinner. You're persecuting me because you think my sins are greater than your sins. You're killing us because you feel like eliminating us will do what? Will do what? Will what? Eliminate sins in the world. Do you know how what percentage of gay people are in this world? 3%. 3%. So even if you killed all of us, this world would still be sinful. So where are we coming from with this, Coach H? Where are we coming from with this? Where, where I, I, I would like somebody to come into this room today and enlighten me. Even if all the gay people were eliminated in this world today, 3 to 4%, that's all there is, yeah, of the world population, of the world adult population. What difference would it make to you if we all died today? Let's ask ourselves that question, coach. Yeah, guys, um, this is not uh, the typical room that we run, but um, this is the topic we're talking about today. This is a real topic because I know the listeners. Coach, can I just say something? I don't think there's mm-hmm. a typical topic that we that, talk that's about. That's what I was, that, yeah, yeah, I was, I was getting there. about <laughs> difficult things that other people don't want to talk about. Do you get me? Because Mm -hmm. it's about time we opened up these conversations and we came at it, as we always say, from a place of love and from a place of grace. And this is why I'm asking questions today. I'm not coming here preaching at people that are accept. Mm -mm. I'm just asking questions so that we can then reflect upon these questions. Yeah. And, and, and there's another question you asked at the beginning, like, around um what is it about people who love different that makes us offended and so aside from asking questions i guess i can also share some of my perspective even as a member of the community whether or not i knew it at a younger age or whatever um I remember feeling like me, I knew. Yeah, <laughs> no, I'm like you're story in Guinea, you know. I, this this whole topic, man, literally in my heart, I think has to turn into a series <laughs> of a, a few episodes, just so we can cover different things. But I do want to share this, where even as a member of the community, I remember having certain prejudices against gay men right um because yeah i i think even if i knew i was part of it or not or I, I, this is me at maybe age maybe age 15 14 15 and i remember just feeling like hi you know why are these two men together you know what is that not knowing what my own orientation is or isn't or not being 100% sure at least and I don't think you can ever be which is yet another topic for another day Um, but I know it was based on what I've been raised around what I've been have had access to see the shows that you watch the things that you consume so yes every single time I saw two men 
even being affectionate with each other, it would not sit well with me, right? Um, I don't think it was a point of hate, but it was just a massive discomfort, right? It was, it just seemed so unnatural to me. And if I'm being honest, I think I only was okay with it in the last six, seven years. If I'm being honest, maybe if I'm pushing it 10 is when I realized, anyway, <laughs> I'm moving like this on this side because yeah, women with women is it's hot, it's sexy, and it's a bit more sexually accepted, you know, socially accepted if two women are together, but two men, I apple, maybe we're crossing the line, you know? And that made me have to reflect on my own prejudices. Because at the end of the day, Kanza, when you see who someone would say is like, you know, a very good looking man or a very masculine masculine looking man with nice muscles and, you know, a nice height. And this guy is just like, yo, him, his preference is other guys. And so I had to ask myself that very difficult question that we're asking in today's room is what is it about this guy's choices that is irritating me that is making me uncomfortable that is bothering my life and 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 honestly the answer always came up as nothing because no matter what this guy does no matter what how he moves whatever i'm still gonna eat i'm still gonna live i'm still gonna breathe I'm still going to be with women if I want. I'm going to be with men if I want. I'm going to do whatever I want. This person can live their lives. And so it's gotten to a point today where I, like, I've adjusted my eyes, my perspective, my mind, my soul, my heart. So, you know, I, I, I can see affection from two men and like just see it for what it is and think it's, it's cute for them and just be okay with it. But I have to share that even as a member of the community myself, I had my own prejudices. So if you're currently in that position, well, you know, you don't see it all the time. You're not used to it. It's unfamiliar. It's not shown in public. It's not shown on your television screens. It's not whatever. And so it, really you you you're uncomfortable i can empathize with you but what we will not do is taking it a step further and now throwing stones at these people talking shit about these people insulting them in their faces behind their backs in their dms on their comments giving them unsolicited thoughts and 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 opinions about why you think their lifestyle is not um following suit with who you 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 think how you think is right you're you, 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 you're not god so just humble yourself <laughs> reflect on this question that night has asked what is it about me and then and then relax and let people live. 
Actually, actually, even if you feel like somebody being gay, they're going to go to hell. Aki, is it? Uh, why are you taking Panadol for someone else's headache? <laughs> for someone else's headache. Huh? Like, I'm serious. Like, seriously, why are you taking Panadol for someone else's headache? Like, seriously, people. Do you know? Like, I, I was in Kenya um, um, a couple of months ago. No, no, a couple of weeks ago, about four, three, four weeks ago. And we went out with a few friends and a friend invited a friend and uh, they were trying to mark on them, like literally get with them. So I was like, yeah, 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 invite them. Rah, rah, rah. So we're out having fun. And then this chick goes to the toilet, comes back and she goes, oh, my God, I just saw these two Mzungu ladies. They're not good people. And I went, what do you mean they're not good people? Mzungu means white um, um, person uh, in Swahili, just for those who don't understand Swahili. And and she went, um, because they're because they were having sex in the toilet. And I went, okay, and what's wrong with that? She went, they're lesbians. Like, I should have been shocked with her, you know? And I was like, okay, so what's wrong with that? You know? Anyway, she went on about, and I said, like, what have they actually done to offend you? In the same club, there's men over here like groping women in the in the in the in the in the in, on the dance floor um like almost they, like seriously the only thing is there was no actual intercourse like like everything else was happening do you get me so and this is where i think this is this is a bit of a what's it called a double what is it called coach the double, double standards. standard yes mm. this is a double standards because if you're morally morally against something if you're morally against people who are sexual uh, uh, outwardly sexual then you should be against people who are outwardly sexual not people who are outwardly sexual and gay mm -hmm. do you understand mm -hmm. if it's your morals that have been offended if you're somebody who feels like these things should happen in the bedroom, then it should happen in the bedroom for everyone. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Do, do you see what No I'm... sex before marriage exactly. for everyone. Exactly. Mm -hmm. no, here, mm -hmm. you're, you're here almost having some sex with someone sitting next to me on this dance floor. And then you go to the loo, you find two women having some fun. And you come back here making out like they've been they've been trying to kill women up in there, or even <laughs> groping other women. They were not groping other people; they were together. Yeah, they yeah. were a couple. Do you understand? They were, and this is another misconception. I think then I said, "Oh yeah, I'm like that too." <laughs> and then she, she, <laughs> she was like, "This is a true story." Yeah, she was like, "Oh my God, don't come near me." I'm like, "Yo, you're not even my type." She went, how do you mean? I went, just because I like women doesn't mean I like all women. Okay. I... <laughs> oh, gosh, guys. Um, I just want to do a little quick temperature check in the room. How's everyone doing? Um, yeah, how's everyone doing? You know, just put a thumbs up in the front channel if you're good or just do a reaction on, yeah, perfect. Like how Frankie's done it. That's good. If you're just joining us, a warm welcome to you. This is the African Boss Babes show. We're here every Tuesday 
at 8.30 p.m. South Africa time, 9.30 p.m. East Africa time, and 6.30 GMT, depending on the clock and weather and time changes. Uh, we've been here for quite a while. We're finally live on the Apple podcast platforms on Spotify. You can listen to our shows. We upload them. We really uh, just chat about different topics that are socially or economically um, considerate of our infrastructure and culture as Africans in the continent. So if you've been with us for a while, thank you. We love you. Nice to see you here. And if you're new, Karibu Sana, that is welcome. And I hope you are enjoying the show. I'm going to pin the link to one of our old episodes here so you can go and follow and share this show with with other people because that's how we grow all right uh we're talking about the let me finish of my now yes exactly my story has a very big moral teaching here another reason why um people who um, pre present themselves as heterosexual may feel threatened by people uh, of the same sex who like people of the same sex is uh, that some of uh, these people think that because I like women, I like all women and I'm trying to get with all women. I'm like, yo, it doesn't work like that attraction just because i'm attracted to someone of the same sex doesn't mean that i want everyone of the same sex do you get me doesn't mean that i'm now a predator because that's another misconception i'm not trying to get with everyone and just like anyone who's trying to if i'm single and i'm trying to get with people of course i'll, I'll go talk to different people do you get me but as soon as you say listen i'm not interested that's it i'm not interested Anyway, as soon as I said to this person, I wasn't interest, interested in them, they now start pursuing me. I'm like, yo, you were homophobic a minute ago. Is this a test? You know, but I wasn't interested. I wasn't interested. Just remember, just because someone is interested in people of the same sex doesn't mean that they're a threat to you. Doesn't mean that they're trying to uh, get with you doesn't mean that they will try and take advantage of you yes of course they're predators from different uh, types of um sex with different types of sexual orientation yeah but not every gay person is trying to get with everyone of the same sex just remember that if that's what you're thinking because i think that's also another thing that especially women that I've met are, are, are feel uncomfortable about. They feel like, oh, just because you're interested in people of the same sex, you're going to instantly be interested in them. But I think also that's a big thing or that the patriarchy has put in us as women, especially because men generally, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying about all men. It's like, they just try their luck. You get me? Whether it's your type or not, like they, they just think like some men, no, not not men generally. I, I take that back. Men work on our confidence. Men. Exactly. <laughs> men have confidence. They're always like, Yeah, what's going on, Chica? You know, trying to get with someone, you know. So because women are so used to getting hit on, they think that now because I like women, I'm just gonna hit on them. I'm like, I'm not even interested, man. Anyway, Coach H, I leave it to you. 
Uh, uh, no, 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 no. This thing about interest, right? It's it's the conversation about consent that is happening globally, right? Hundred percent. Um, if you are not into uh, this lifestyle, like relax, <laughs> relax. As as you said, d- predators are a different story. You know, rape is a different story. You're talking about morals. I am we, and I'm not. A, I'm not. I do not promote anyone raping anyone because that's taking something that's not yours without permission without consent right whether this is a young girl and an older guy whether it's people of the same age and they're drunk after a club they didn't get consent whether it's people of two different um genders same gender whatever immediately there's an interaction specifically a sexual interaction and one of the parties was not consenting. They were not agreeing. <laughs> they did not say, yes, I'm also feeling you too. Let's do this. Let's dance. Let's tangle. Then that's wrong. Or even if they say yes and say no later. Just and change their mind halfway. <laughs> Leave them alone. <laughs> Leave them alone. Right? So bringing it back to, to uh, uh, homosexuals, right? Like immediately, you, I think some of the biggest fear that people have, as you've mentioned, um, I've, I've seen it with guys and girls, is that this person will hit on me. This person will hit on me. You know, and when they hit on you, you as an individual have the power to say yes or no, to accept or decline. You have the power to do that. And you can do it in a very polite way. And it is on the person who's coming to to talk to you to also respect your boundaries. They should respect you when you say no. No, thank you. This is not my thing. And 99 or a good, okay, a good percentage of human beings are stand-up human beings. Unless we're really living in a society, yeah, where a no means nothing. As you were saying, for men, no, I'll buy you a drink. No, I don't care. I'll, I'll come and still continue talking to you, even though you've actively told me you're not interested. Because somewhere down the line, you just might change your mind. As long as I keep giving you drinks and you keep getting drunk, then maybe your no will change to a yes. Women, we're living in a place where you're used to being harassed. You're used for to people pushing and pushing and pushing. You're saying no, you, you, you don't even you don't even believe in the power of your own no. Because it's never been respected. So I feel for you if your if your fear is coming from on top of having to reject people of the opposite gender. I don't know how I'm going to survive. If I have to now reject people of the same gender, and that's not even my orientation. 
I feel with you. I feel for you. I empathize with you. But I also want to let you know that a majority of people understand when you say no. It's no fun, and I think the men can agree in here. It's really no fun pursuing someone, hitting on them, asking them out, and they're consistently and constantly rejecting you. It's not fun. So unless, we're meaning cheesy, unless I'm crazy, right? I'm not going to come to you and keep saying, damn, girl, you look good. Damn, can we go out? Damn, okay. <laughs> this person has, has shown that they're not interested. So why am I bothering you? So my thing to you is, remember the power of your no. And remember, and find ways of politely saying no when you don't want something. When you're not comfortable with something. And on this other side, when you're an ambiwa, no, yeah, they understand to respect your boundaries. We don't have to go to the extent of trash talking a group of people. Because of fear. We don't have to go through that. Those people, most people who you see, you, you see a guy with a guy or a girl with a girl or a trans with a, a guy or a girl, whatever. <laughs> when you see those people, most of the times, it's a consensual relationship. There's no conversion. <laughs> There's no book where you're being told, okay, no. There's something in that individual, whether they're the new one, that is attracted, that is welcoming that person to talk to them. They want to hear a bit more. Yes, maybe hug me because I've been curious about this thing. It's been in my soul. How does it feel? So it's consensual on their you side. You know how hard it is to cut your cheeks? <laughs> it's not that hard. I'd rather <laughs> be straight. <laughs> <laughs> it's so easy to cut your jamal. Jamal, you just smile, you know? No, it's true. Like, seriously, it's easier to be straight. Like, it's so much easier. It's like, honestly, it's so easy to pick up a guy. You just go into a club, you smile nicely because you're hot, you look nice, you're like, yeah, baby, <laughs> see, to end the evening. Nani! Guys, tabu. You put in effort, you will romance them. This is a choice. Aki, if this is a choice, I want to take my choice back. Honestly, honestly, it's a choice. You want to take your choice back. No, man, like you can't. And then the I guess the other thing we can cover is that you can't catch it. You Is there a time in your in your upbringing, in your life that you are feeling like, Hey, Leo, Leo ni mechagua kwa street. Leo ni mechagua kupenda uchali. Today, I've decided I'm into... Today, I've decided I'm into women as a man. Chances are high you don't even remember that. Chances are high that didn't even occur to you. You were just living life, breathing. And then the chemicals so, happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You saw a cute and, boy, and, and your hormones and your hormones spoke for you. Before Coach, you can I tell you? Can I tell happening. you my story? 
<laughs> when I was like 12 years old or 13 or something like this, um, I was just talking to one of my friends who I thought like was a good friend of mine. And obviously I had a female, female, mm-hmm. female. And I had a crush. Obviously I had a crush on this person. I didn't realize because obviously at 12, 13, number one, you're only just starting to realize your hormones you know what i mean and i was raised in a very christian uh, world in a world where um obviously see there was no representation for um people like me you know and so for me it was just very strange to me how i felt about this this young lady like me i was just like yo what are these what are these chemicals anyway so one day she says to me sharon can you stop looking at me like that and i went what what do you mean and she went like like how a boy is supposed to look at a girl she i was like what like at that point i didn't even <laughs> you know couldn't even process yeah <laughs> you couldn't even process it like what's happening I'm just getting used to like boys starting to look at me. So I don't even know how a boy is supposed this this was somebody who was slightly older than me. I don't even know how a boy is supposed to look at a girl. Now you're telling me to stop looking at you the way a boy is supposed to look at a girl. Where? Kuma was already nyemelering. But anyway, I told you I should have known. I think Kumbe was already nyemelering. So I have a very similar story. Um, <laughs> where I had gone for, um, my, 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 my mom had enrolled me in a, whatever, holiday tuition program. And I, I never used to go for any of these things. You know, those posters that a teacher comes and it's like, okay, we're offering extra classes for the kids and na, 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 for the holidays, you guys can go. So I, I just, I never used to do that stuff, but for some reason, I went for this one. I was like, no, I want to go for this thing. And I think not because necessarily of academics, but I was just like, this is where everyone is going to be over the summer, whatever. Kenya, So I don't know, over the holidays. So I want to be there too. Now I was in an all girls school. And um, one of the, the high school, one of the girls in high school, I was also 12 around your age. One of the girls in high school heard about the program and got her sister from a different school enrolled into that program. So that girl's name, this sister that was now enrolled, everyone else was from our school. We knew each other. We were all classmates in the, in the school. And there was this one girl who came and joined us for this holiday class who was not uh, part of the school. And her name was Alex. So... Meanwhile, at home, my cousin, um, my boy cousin, brother, whatever, was visiting and he was staying with us during that holiday. So apparently, every single time Oresia would leave tuition and go back home, I would be like, today Alex did this, tomorrow Alex did this. You know, Alex was saying, Yanni, you had a crush. I was talking about Alex so much. Cousin was like, what the fuck is happening? Who the hell is Alex, right? So we even went on like a trip with the school. I remember me and Alex were homies. But like, honestly, if I look back, I don't 
don't think I was, if I'm going to be honest, I wasn't Alex's friend, as you said. You know, I, I think I, I have to definitely admit it, it was a crush. You know, there was something about Alex that I just really liked. But I was also just so young to process that thing to any other way. But, you know, we go on this trip and, you know, we get matching bracelets. You know, we'd gone to like, I guess, like Russia or something. <laughs> Like, if I can find her today, I'll be like, Alex, what's up? I'm a grown, I'm a grown woman right now. And it's just that I'm married. But anyways, this is just the beginning, you know? But anyways. I talked to my cousin. My cousin was like, my cousin was like, when you, Alex, my boyfriend, he was like, when is Alex your boyfriend? And remember, Alex is a very gender-neutral name, right? And I remember looking at him with so much shock and irritation, like, first of all, Alex is a girl. Is a girl? What do you mean? How dare you say Alex is my boyfriend? You're, you're so young. You don't even, like, you're not even thinking that deep, you know? But the reason I shared that story right after you've shared your story is again back to choice. Here I am in an all girls Catholic school in Kenya. I'm not watching any TV with gay people and homosexuals. I'm not reading any books with gay people. I'm I'm 12. I'm not having sex. I'm not even kissing any. I'm not I don't even understand. I don't even understand attraction. I don't even understand or process this story until way much later in my life. Where I'm like, maybe I can talk about the times when I was, you know, 19 or 18, you know. For me, at night, we were not even talking about the fact that we have we have dated both men and women we're not even bringing that into the conversation we're just going to focus on e-sexuality that's Actually, what we're going to focus coach, on. you know, know this is a very good segue to um when people think about homosexuality they only think about that three-letter word mm-hmm which As, is no sex and it's you're, that's perversion i'm so happy you yes, brought that exactly. up you're a pervert you, you, you look at people and you think exactly. about what they're doing in their rooms why exactly and this is the thing where and and this is why at the beginning of this whole conversation i said what is it about this that really offends you now when it comes to um you said earlier you're straight presenting when people look at me, they think I'm a straight woman, you know, and it's not because I'm trying to look straight. It's because this is how I am. Yeah. That's how you present in the yourself. Past, exactly. In the past, this is just how I am. I'm, I'm, I'm andro- uh, uh, androgynous in many ways. Like I, I will sometimes dress very tomboyish, but that's also because of who I've always been. When I was younger, before I started growing boobs, there's a lady in our neighborhood who thought I was a boy, legit. 
she thought I was a boy. She thought my mom had three sons. Yeah. And this is still my reality. Of course, I'm very feminine in how I look. I've got big hips, big boobs. Like literally, I'm a, I'm like I'm all woman. I'm all I'm all woman. woman. I'm a woman. Nothing, exactly. <laughs> there's nothing not woman about me. Yeah. And and this is another thing that I wanted to really talk about on a on a more serious note. Yeah. It's when people think about sexuality, they think sex. And it has very little to do with actual sex. We've just both shared incidences uh, when we were 12, 13 from a, from a culture where we did not see representation of homosexuality. But already within us, there was something. Do you see what I mean? So for me... For somebody to then say it's because you've been exposed to, it's not because I was exposed to anything. I hadn't even been exposed to what attraction was. Nobody had spoken to me about it because nobody spoke about attraction. Nobody spoke about sex in my family. Nobody spoke about anything. You were just supposed to find out for yourself. And the biggest thing is you were not supposed to get pregnant. But nobody told you how you're supposed <laughs> to get pregnant. Let's just, that's another story for another day. Yeah. But then this is where this sexuality thing comes from, where you're, you're attracted to someone of the same sex, even without you knowing that this was a possibility, because at that age, neither of us knew that no. this was a possibility. We just knew that we were attracted to people of the same sex. Do you see what I mean? So that when people just look at it from a sexual point of view, I remember mm -hmm. having um, a conversation with this young lady one time and she said, oh, I don't mind two women together, but two men together. Uh, it, and in her words, I quote, an abomination. And I just remember being taken so aback, like literally it, it was like someone had hit me in the face because that's such a big word, mm -hmm. you know? And I said, how do you mean? And she said, well, can you imagine two men having sex? I think it's quite hot. But anyway, that's just me. But <laughs> so she said, can you, can you imagine like two men having sex together? And I said, do you know, you've just minimized mm. the love of two people mm. to a sexual act. Like you've minimized two people sharing a life together. You've minimized two people potentially being parents. You've minimized two people actually loving each other and being loyal to each other and being faithful to each other and just being together and, and, and companionship and, mm -hmm. and all that goodness that comes with love. You have minimized all that to one word, sodomy. Imagine. And I said to her, do you know there's a vast, a big, big majority of gay men that have actually never even sodomized, mm -hmm. even though they're in relationships? And she went, what? Mm -hmm. and, and I went, yeah. And, and this is why I say people should educate themselves. You know, because a lot of times and especially from those people, and this is where this conversation all started. And I'd like us to, as we start to wrap it up, come back mm -hmm. to it again. You know, what is it about people of the same sex loving each other that offends you so much? And once you've answered that question, please do some research around whatever it is that offends you so much. Write some prose 
and cons. Do a debate, even with yourself. And then find somebody within the community who is graceful enough to have a conversation. You can DM me. Reach out DM to me. DM us. Will, yeah, exactly, I'm open to. Exactly. Yeah. I will have these conversations, you know, because I do, I welcome these conversations because I feel like a lot of times people are, are drawn to hate because of the lack of understanding, of mm-hmm. lack of information, of lack of empathy, because they don't know anyone who is actually like that. Mm-hmm. Or if they know somebody, that person has been cast out by the family, by the community. But if you actually really got to know somebody and realized that the only difference between you and them in terms of sexuality is, I mean, for guys especially, I think it, it should be an easy one. Like, if, if we both like chicks, you know why you like chicks. Why shouldn't I like chicks? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> because i think the whole thing about how we have our conversations is we have to be frank and we have to show up in our authentic selves and we have to then op- open ourselves well i'm open to people coming up to me and saying that you know what you said this it really spoke to me or you said this and it disturbed my conscience or you mm-hmm. said this and it made me want to know more can we have this conversation and i'm open to these conversations not just from a point of view of of of, of um uh, the lgbtq plus community but also yeah. from a point of view of 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 tribalism of racism mm-hmm. of any isms yeah, yeah? I am a black African woman born and raised in Africa who loves women. Now, if you don't understand that or if that disturbs your conscience in any way, please approach me. Let's have a conversation. Let me also understand where you're coming from. And maybe we will find some common ground that will change your mind from hate to love. And if not from hate to love, to at least empathy, grace, understanding, respect as a human being. Um, Yeah, we have a few minutes to go, but as I mentioned, there's something that I saw on a content creator's page today, yesterday, Uh, YouTube. This is somebody that I know and then i was like ah just let me unfollow unsubscribe from this thing and then now today because i know them i saw the same content on their whatsapp and i was like you know what if we can choose to to deal with this in a in very different ways you know we can choose to attack we can choose to ignore and run away or we can choose to start having conversations around it so that's essentially what inspired this room today and i you know i dm'd i dm'd this person and i said that because the the content of the video was basically saying that people of the lgbtq plus community are mentally ill and i said girl i follow your content I know you put content out and 
today you are actively putting out content that is discriminatory, you know? Content that can spew hate. Content that is not valuable and informational. And <clears throat> it's very hard for me to, to, to strike up that conversation with her. But I was also like, you know what? If you want to have a conversation around this, or if you, you know, if you feel very strongly about it, then yeah, I guess you and I can't interact anymore. But if you want us to talk, we can talk. Long story short, she was very open to it. You know, we ended up having a conversation. And uh, I, I really tried to understand because what I realized is that when Nice is talking about, you know, race or whatever, or tribalism, and for example, in South Africa, if you follow the news, you know that there is a huge issue around African, different African nationals who are non-South African, right? Like sometimes you'll see on the news, oh, they're being banned with, burned with tires. Oh, they're being, uh, you know, chased away. There's a problem of them taking your jobs. Even us in Kenya, there's, you know, the Somalis, the Sudanese, the, there's just always an issue somewhere, guys. And so I tried to explain to her because she's married to a non-South African. And I was like, just imagine if there was someone putting out content like that, you know, you know why you love your husband, you know why he's, you know, a good husband to you, a good dad to your kids. And someone's putting out content that is actively against non-South African nationals. You know, um, you could always talk about what you're for, what, what you like, but if you're now gathering community to back you up, to go against a specific set of people, that's where I draw the line. So I hope that you found today's show informative, educational, useful. I hope that, um, as Knight was saying, our lines are open, our DMs are open. Sometimes it's not you. I think I'm very passionate about women empowerment, you know, sisterhood, mentorship. You'll find that you have a niece um, there are people being kicked out of boarding schools, um, people being kicked out of their home, being ostracized. It's just a lot that's happening because of a lot of the issues that we've covered today. So if today you've picked something up where you're like, Enyewe. if I think about it, why am I so bothered? Am I being bothered because um, there's something in me that I would like to explore? You know, is there something in me? Is there a part of me that I'm hating? Or have, is it something that my, my church, my religion has, has like, you know, basically clouded my brain with? Are these my own parts? Is this my real hate or is it being brought on by someone else? Is it because of fear that they might hit on me? That I won't be able to say no, like really just go and think and reflect on the conversation we've had today. As I said, I'm going to post it up um, on Spotify and on Apple. So I hope you can listen to the replay and share it with someone. And let's let's put out positivity out there. I'm sure we'll have Hi, this conversation sorry. again. Sorry, DNG has just said something very. I, I like I like what he's asked. He said, 
uh, what they've asked. I'm not sure um, the gender. They said, quick question, why is a disagreement called hate? Like, let's say most people belong or sub, uh, subscribe to one religion or another. What if their religious beliefs just don't agree or subscribe to the um, alphabet community? Is that now classified as hate? Um, and I don't disagree with people not agreeing with whatever they don't agree with. Hate is when we actively garner ourselves and 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 actually attack people whether verbally um like persecute people that is where the hate comes where where mm -hmm. we we seek to harm other people that is where the hate comes i don't think there's anything wrong with saying that i don't agree with somebody's beliefs or i don't agree with how somebody chooses to live their lives but when mm -hmm. that person has no choice as to who they are and you then decide to bring other people together so that you can belittle them, you can persecute them, you can kill them, you can attack them, you can deny them certain rights. That is hate. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that is hateful. That is hurtful. Yeah, I don't, if you don't agree with somebody being homosexual, then just don't agree with it. You don't have to come out and insult them. You don't have mm -hmm. to come out and and come together and club together and 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 literally make, make fun of them and make hate them and feel, exactly make <sighs> these people feel like their lives are not worth living. Because who are you to do that? Who are you mm -hmm. to make another human being feel like they shouldn't be alive? Who are you? Whether it's from religious grounds or not, you're not God. You're not. You're not God. Do you understand? Mm -hmm. So for me, I'm I'm not saying that you shouldn't agree. I'm not saying that you shouldn't be what, whatever it is that you feel. Yeah? But when you feel something about somebody because of who they are, something that they have no choice over, then bring together other people to persecute them or for yourself to take it upon yourself to persecute said people, then that is hateful and that is hurtful and it is not your place to judge or to persecute. And no. I don't think any religion will actively, honestly, endorse that and if that's what you're choosing to follow then um My i um, <laughs> no the thing is for me i i feel bad for you as a human being because i don't understand how i can just wake up in the morning and decide not to like somebody because of certain beliefs that i i i i feel like i, I just shouldn't like them or because of their skin color or because of their disability or because of their ability or because of their sexuality or because of whatever it is that whatever doctrine that i follow has told me to do do you know it takes so much out of you to actively hate another hate. human being, mm -hmm. to actively go and, and find other people who, who, will, who will make you feel better about the bad feelings that you have about those people. You know what I mean? Mm. So that is why I would feel bad for that person as a human being. But because I preach grace, I would never, ever, ever, ever hate another human being because they hate another human being. 
but I'm open again, as I said, to conversations about this. Yeah. You know, I just want to add like a quick analogy because every time I think it's it's understandable when we talk about um, homosexual things, LGBTQ things, it's really hard sometimes I can get it to like absorb information. But one example that I like to use as well is, for example, um, circumcision, right? Circumcision, like in Kenya, there are certain tribes that circumcise, there are certain tribes that don't, right? And so <laughs> you can say as a, as a, as a, as in our Luo culture or as a Luo people, we don't do that can choose to do it a bit later in their life if they want to but it's not something we do it's not something we believe in but we're not going to now actively hate people who in their culture when a child is born or when they reach a certain age 13 14 they have to go through that thing so what i'm trying to explain is that we can just coexist in this universe with different thoughts and different beliefs different cultural backgrounds different spiritual um you know backgrounds things that we abide to things that we follow and but that doesn't mean as knight said that we have to now actively hate on people who are on a different path from us we'll just exist we can coexist because this is not your world this is everybody's world all right guys thanks a lot for tuning in <laughs> most instances oh my god this is the conversation's going but i know we're going to have this conversation again in a different format um yeah as you say night and i are open to having it if you tuned in we appreciate you uh dingy see you on the front channel we'll catch you again on the next episode wishing you all love and light cheers until next time bye